welcome back to Reflections, a conversation with friends. Um, tonight we're talking about boundaries. I only had enough uh, letters for a boundary or enough space for boundaries. So we're talking about boundary. Let's talk boundary. All right, but well, before we start, I just want to quickly pray because uh, we forgot to pray as a group. Um, but Lord, I just pray, Lord God, that you um, would just take over this conversation. Lord God, we'll just glorify you, God. Um, we just pray that everything that we speak, that it be beneficial, that it be from a place of wisdom and a, an understanding, God, and that we can just be ourselves and just talk among each other um we just thank you um we worship you in advance um we praise you in gcm i pray amen so friends we are talking boundaries all right so make sure y'all are sharing the um this this video here okay make sure you're sharing the live make sure you're commenting liking let us know um where you are watching from let us know that you are here and that you are present we are talking boundaries all right so remember this um this show is only an hour long okay so um, you got to make sure that you're here for that hour. Sometimes people will come in late and then they're like, wait, y'all ain't talk about this, but we did. All right. So make sure you're just in here on time. We start at 6 p.m. Um, we try to start on time. All right. So um, I see y'all are watching. Go ahead and say, hey, hey, hey. Let us know where you're um, watching from. All right. So let's go ahead and add the friends. Oh, absolutely. Let me show y'all what shirt I got on today. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can tell. It says the kingdom citizens. I don't do church. I am the church that can be found on Teespring. So I do have a shop and the link is in the bio. So I don't know if y'all can really see it, but this is what I have on the kingdom citizens. Tea. All right. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. Tampa. Hi, Christine. Hey, ma. All right. Let's go ahead and add the friends. Hey. Hello. So Monica is in her car today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? How are you, friends? <laughs> All right. Hey, Lafayette. Oh, wait. How y'all doing? I had it on you talking to myself. Sorry. <laughs> How are you? Pretty good. School is definitely fun and challenging, but we making it. <laughs> he is in school, y'all. He is in school and grad school. Um, all right, let's add. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Yes. I hear a little crackle, crackle. I don't know. Do y'all hear that? Or is it just me? I hear like this much. Okay. All right. Let me know in the comments because we want to make sure the audio is good for y'all. Y'all can hear everybody. So let me know if it's an issue. All right. So we're talking boundaries, y'all, today. And I feel like this conversation is long for days. And but we only have a short hour, like literally 56 minutes. Ma, you said yes. Yes to what? The crackle noise or we're good? All right. Um Maybe if we mute our phone, like mute while you're talking. Yeah, mute and see. All right. Okay. So we're talking boundaries tonight. Um, so I just want to get straight into it. And y'all know me. I like to start with definitions. So what's um, y'all's definitions of boundaries? Um, so go ahead, Valar. Valar, you can start off. Okay. She said yes to the noises. Well, we can't hear. Wait, hold on. Let me take it I was on mute. <laughs> yeah. So uh, boundaries, um, man. Um, when we think of uh, boundary, we think of like a hedge, um, protection, a fence, um, kind of something like a safeguard. Uh, 
a widget. Um, just, it's just pretty much something that, it, and I and I believe like boundaries is like a, a, a verb because it's an action, like it's something that you do in a sense of um, you set up a certain wall uh, for protection. You know what I'm saying? In that case. So, yeah, that's what I would say boundaries are. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Monica? I definitely agree. I think that boundaries is just setting those limits um, in whatever regard you kind of take. Um, It could be in relationships. It could be in your spiritual life. It could be in your jobs. Just setting those limits um, and keeping the good in and keeping the bad out. Um, And for me, I would say that boundaries is um, basically limiting when I think of a boundary, I think of space being limited. So um, if you look at an architecture, each room has boundaries because it's a limited space. It wants to be separated for whatever reason. So um, it applies to our life as well, how we separate or limit certain things for our well-being or whatever other reason we may have for setting a boundary. Um, I love that how you mentioned like like what interior designing or like design, how there are certain limits, there are certain borders because it's just basically establishing that certain space. Um, and also like to add on to what you're saying, Lafayette, in regards to, you know, protecting ourselves, but also protecting the other person as well when there are certain boundaries, you know what I mean? Like, it's like establishing it to where it's like, all right, this is for me, but it's also for you because, you know, I want our relationship to flourish, you know, if, whether it be relationally or just friends or family. So in order for to protect myself and to protect you in our relationship that we have, as well. So it definitely, I feel like it benefits both when you have boundaries or when boundaries are set. All right. So, um, so I guess let's, let's talk. Do you guys have a story of, um, I don't know, like a boundary maybe you did have or didn't have and how was that experience or like, what are your boundaries now? If you have any boundaries? Uh, I'll go first. So there was a time in my life where I literally dedicated help dedicate. It felt like I dedicated my life to helping other people. So people know that, okay, I can call Lafayette. He's going to answer the phone. They're going to call you. They called me for everything. Oh, my car's broke. Can you do this? Oh, I don't feel well. Can you go get this? And me trying to be nice doing the do boy. Oh yeah, I'll do it. And then when it came for time for me to have my, what I needed to do, it's like, oh, I'm tired. I guess I'm going to just lay in bed. We're going to try it another week, another month, another year. And then before you know it, you're 100 years old. Like, <laughs> So that was before I had set boundaries. And now um, I really put a limit on how much I allow myself to be um, available to people. So whether that means, you know, hey, I, can, I only got an hour today to talk to people about certain things, um, you know, stuff like that. I limit how much time I try to interact with people sometimes that's good that's good um i kind of was similar in a sense not just with helping people just people in general putting other people first and letting them inside of me um where it's kind of interfering with my personal time or my personal space my self-care my spiritual life um so setting up those boundaries is essential um but there was a time in my life where i didn't have those up and i was completely neglecting monica um, not even knowing who Monica was because everybody else came first. Um, and I realized that I actually, in my boundaries, they were a part of that space. But my space was so broad that I wasn't able to really constrict it to what I really needed to focus on. So that was really my issue with regard to boundaries. Uh, 
for me, um, shoot, I am a married man, so this topic is very broad for me. Um, like I told y'all before, I went through some courses in this, in the spirit, and uh, I've been through like, cause you know when you're, you know when you're married and everything, it's like that access that people used to have to you. Um, they can't have that same access to you as if you were single because now you're married now. Like, for example, um, there's a couple people where we had to tell them, like, hey, listen, you know, like you can't be calling us at like 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our time, because um, the one thing I've learned in marriage is like the 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 most important thing is time. You know what I'm saying? Time with your wife, time with your husband, whatever that may be. And when somebody comes and then try to interrupt that time, like, you know, calling you just to talk about, you know, just different things. You got to tell them like, hey, listen, you know, this is me and my wife's time. This is me and my husband's time. And you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the boundaries that they set because a marriage thrives off boundaries. You have to have boundaries. If you do not have boundaries in marriage, your marriage is going to like fall. You know what I'm saying? So I've been, you know, even when I was in relationships, um, you know, like my family, you know, like well, some of my family members were kind of, you know, overstepping certain boundaries and everything like that. And, you know, that was a whole big thing. And uh, a lot of the boundary and, and even um, when I was a youth pastor and even as a you know a young minister, you know, we have to understand that we can't help the world. You know, what I'm saying we can't save the world. That's not our job. So put in certain boundaries of, you know, who we can actually call up and pray for because we can't pray for everybody you know just because somebody hit, hits you up in your inbox and tells you hey i need prayer or hey can you help me with this or hey can you do this for me doesn't mean you have to respond because like i said if you're drained you're drained you can't do it you know or even if you have a rest day for some for a certain thing you have to do that rest day you know what i'm saying so boundaries are very important and um and those are the some of the stuff that i had came through when it comes to boundaries so yeah you brought up a good point because it's so funny. That's why I like talking to people because everybody's kind of speaking from a different perspective. Like, you know, you're coming from like being a married man and you're talking about like just establishing boundaries in your marriage and how that looks different from as opposed to, you know, us three that are single. So it's just like, you know, ours is more so like friends and, you know, just relationally, but kind of on a broad spectrum when yours is kind of specific to like your marriage. Um, that's that's very interesting um, for me. So I'm like a recovering um, yes girl. So like, like I, 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 I'm with you Lafayette because I literally was that person who, you know, I kind of strived off basically being needed and feeling needed. And so whenever someone felt like they, you know, I was just that person like, yeah, go ahead and call me. I'm not realizing or not establishing boundaries, not even knowing boundaries. Like I didn't really think that thing to be a thing um, being that I was Christian. So I felt I had to be nice. You know, I had to be there for everybody. Um, and so quickly I realized that I started resenting people and I started feeling a certain way and I'm just like, they didn't do nothing to me, but it's just what happened. What I didn't realize till later on is that I just failed to establish boundaries and I couldn't really fault them because I'm not the one who set the boundaries. You know what I mean? So from that, those experiences, which was a lot like Lafayette, listen, you, picking up everybody and their mama all over town, like everything. And you know, <laughs> not getting reimbursed for guys, like struggling for other people. But um, it wasn't until I realized boundaries. I'm like, wow, like I can't even like fault them. It was me. I'm the one who didn't set the boundaries. So 
what 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 are they going to expect? What boundaries are they going to expect if I didn't establish them? Um, so that's kind of like my take or like where I came from. And now I'm just like, look, I said what I said. Like I'm hanging up or no, I can't do it. Like no, is that my best friend? Like no, like <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> um, so Man, uh, huh? No, let me double piggyback on what y'all said. Okay. That ride thing. Oh Jesus Christ, Jesus Jerome the third. Let me tell y'all something about that ride thing, because there was a time where I had to take this dude to work at like 11 o'clock at night and then pick him back up at like seven in the morning at McDonald's. It's like it was all the way in shoot, got like by Stewart or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, and it's like when somebody is asking you for a ride, you can't say no. And it's like you would feel bad because you're like, oh, well, God would want me to do this or, you know, what I'm saying like it's good to do this favor for the Lord or whatever like that. But sometimes, you know, when it comes to boundaries, it's like because we're yes men and because we're you know, we allow so much, we would allow people to control us because they're going to manipulate us and tell us, well, wouldn't this, you know, the godly thing to do or, you know, what I'm saying and we feel as if like God would be mad at us if we say no. So because we feel like God would be mad at us if we say no, we say yes to everything. You know what I'm saying? We overdraft our bank accounts just to help somebody out. You know what I'm saying? So that ride thing, it was hard for me to say no to people because it's like they need a ride. I'm available, but I only have this little bit of gas. You know what I'm saying? But they need to get to work. And sometimes they don't even pay you gas money or anything like that, where they give you a cheap five dollars. Like, what is that going to do? You know what I'm saying? So. That that's a big thing right there too. Is like when is the right time to say no? You know, and what if we don't feel like it? Is it is it that right time to say no too? So that that's another thing. Like I hate people giving people rides. I um I think for me, like I hear that scripture. I believe it's in Matthew. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Where it talks about if uh, when I was hungry you fed me, when I was naked you clothed me. Mm-hmm. Um, that scripture. And for me, I'm like, oh well, I have the means or the resources, so that means I'm supposed to be doing it. And it's like, well, what about how do I feel mentally? How do I feel emotionally, spiritually? Like, you know, it's it's so hard to that. I think that's why it's so important to know how to interpret scripture and to use wisdom in scripture, because someone could read something like that and feel like they have to be Captain Save a lot. And, you know, that that we're, we could never be that. You know, we're one person. So I think um, it, it's it's very interesting to see how to apply scripture with wisdom so that we don't end up running ourselves dry and desolate and, you know, just unproductive. Yeah. And I think that either we have two options. We don't set boundaries at all, or we set boundaries in consideration of other people versus ourselves. And I think that we have to kind of take ourselves into consideration as well. Even with my job, sometimes, like I agree with all that y'all are saying, it's always like, well, the kids need me. Well, when you're broke, you're broke. You can't buy nothing else. Or when you're, you know what I mean? When you're, when you don't have it, you just don't have it. And it's like, a lot of times I feel like I'm over sacrificing myself and it's not just my resources, but it's my time. It's my energy. It's my space. It's my, my, my mindset. And it's like, sometimes Monica, you have to take time for yourself. And then when I start thinking about that, I start taking consideration myself inside of my boundaries and creating my boundaries. So it's very important that we don't just start you know, considering everybody else, like y'all said, you can't save everybody. That's not your job. That's why we have a kingdom. Like Sam Shirt says, it's a kingdom citizen effort. We all play our part. So you don't have to try to do everything. And let me, let me triple piggyback on what y'all said, because that's a whole, like, you kind of just like flicker the light in me. Money. 
That's another thing, too. You know what I'm saying? When is it the right time to give money? Because this is my thing. If I have kids, right, if I have kids, and, and just like you said, Lafayette, about the last plate of food, right? You know, you got some food, whatever like that. Somebody said they're hungry. Well, this is my thing. My kids and my wife come first before anybody outside my house. You know, if I'm the head of the household, I got to take care of my house first before I try to feed anybody, you know, outside. So if this person is hungry and they're like, yo, I'm very hungry right now. I need some food. I'm like, hey, yo, listen, my kids are very hungry right now, too. You know what I'm saying? They need some food and my wife needs some food. So I can't feed you before I feed my family unless it's all a mutual agreement that we can all help this brother out. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's like, that's another thing too, like money, like when is it the right time to give money? Even though we have it, we know we have bills and everything like that. But when we're able, you know what I'm saying? We can give it. But I believe that's a whole nother thing to talk about too, because a lot of times people think that you're being selfish and people think that, you know, you don't want to give, but it's not even that. It's just, a, you know, the fact of the matter is, I'm not a bank. I'm not PNC. I'm not Bank of America. I'm not Wells Fargo. And I'm not an ATM machine. You can't just ask for me for money for your selfish gain. If you're just asking me for money just so you can buy some crack weed or just to buy like some gummies at the gas station, I'm not going to give you my money. You know, so that's the only thing too. But you know, so I have a question about that to piggyback on it. Um, yes. So let's say we're in church, right? And you know, you got bills due, and the man of God or the woman of God tells you, hey. I need everybody to give a $400 seed. And, <laughs> and it's like, well, God, I got this boundary up. I yeah. set this budget. What do I do? do? You know, and then it's me choosing to make sure my bills are paid, not believing you. Is that me not having faith or is that using wisdom? And I don't think people talk about that. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, the Bible does say wisdom is the principal thing. If the Holy Ghost is telling you to give, you give, you know what I'm saying? If what if your wife isn't there? Like in a situation where it's more than just you and your wife is in that church and you heard the Holy Spirit say give and your wife didn't hear that same thing. Listen, a budget, a budget is a boundary. So if you if you are on a budget, I mean four hundred dollars, that's a lot of money. I've actually been in that position. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I just went into my career, like, whoa, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I also have those moments when I know it's the Holy Spirit and I know that yes, it's gonna be a sacrifice, but that's the sacrifice that I need to make. So I kind of it's, it, it all falls into discernment, you know what I mean? Because anybody could in the church could ask you for four hundred dollars, but if that's not God speaking to your heart then that's not something that you need to do. Cause at that point it's just kind of carelessness. But I feel like that has happened in my family too, where I'm not going to call any names, but there is a member of my family that just loves to just give everything that she has. And you know, that is sacrifice, but at the same time, that's not wisdom sometimes. So if you have to find that fine line in between what God is telling you to do, what your heart is telling you to do and what people are telling you to do. Yeah. Um, I think that's why it's so important to have like your own relationship because I feel like um, people can use that to abuse you and abuse that system because it's just like, well, you know, you got said, you know, it's 10 of y'all in here, but it's literally 10 of us in here. So, so all of us basically try to say like, but God, no, I ain't got that. And I don't feel that in my heart. So people try to use that. They try to use the Bible, use scripture to manipulate the situation or manipulate you. So that's why it's so important to have the relationship with the Holy Spirit, where it's just like I'm able to dis discern whether or not this is something that I need to give and, and sow into 
or is it just, you know, it's not for me at this moment. You know what I mean? And so that's why it's so important. And I feel like, obviously, like, you know, we have budgets, we have our boundaries. But when the Holy Spirit comes in, you know what I mean? What's, God, what's the boundary then, right? Like, we're going to have to, like, be able to discern that and be like, okay, God, you're speaking. Or maybe, you know, I said a set of things where it's just like, I'm not picking up my phone after 10 p.m., but, like, the Holy Spirit is literally like, no, pick pick up this call. You know what I mean? So it's just like being able to discern the voice of God and being able to discern when it's just you. Like, is it me trying to show off that I got the $400? You know what I mean? Or is this really God telling me to do it? Yeah, and that's another thing. You said something good because, um, damn, I forgot what I was. Damn, I forgot. I had a brain fart. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but, you, but you did say something good in terms of... Um, you know, with the Holy Ghost saying about, um, you know, he he doesn't care about your boundary. And I'm not saying he doesn't care like he doesn't care, but what's the boundary to the Holy Ghost? You know what I'm saying? He's the Lord of all, you know what I'm saying? So I do believe that he will overstep your boundary just to help somebody out, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you do have that boundary of like 10 p.m., hey, listen, you know what I'm saying? You can't, um, you know, to 10 p.m., I'm not taking no more calls. Holy Ghost will be like, well, at 1030, you're going to take this call because this person is afraid. You know what I'm saying? Just for his will to be accomplished. And then another thing, oh, there we go. Another thing about the money situation, some people be just trying to raise money in church because they didn't meet the budget and the preacher needs to fly back home and they don't have enough money to cover for that. So, you know what I'm saying? They're going to sit here and be like, yeah, you know, we need 30 people to give $600 or whatever like that. Why? Because they didn't meet the budget. God didn't say that, you know what I'm saying? But they're just saying it and there's only like 20 people in the church. You know what I'm saying? So where's the next 10? You know, right. so it's all about really discerning when is the right time to give because not everybody is good ground. Mm -hmm. And talking about that, because I literally was telling somebody and I was just like, yeah, sometimes when they're raising these money is because of that. Like, you know, they need to pay the um, the preacher, the guest or whatever the case. So I'm just like, but why can't they just say that? Like, why can't you just be honest and say that's what it is rather than, oh, God said whatever, whatever. Like, just say, look, we need to raise the money to send this man a guy home with something. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why, why can't you just say that? I would, I'll be gladly, like, get whatever I got. Like, you know what I mean? But why we got to trick people into to doing it? Mm -hmm. That's a good point. But I heard, um, Villard, you said that sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit has to overstep your boundary. But I think that's the thing. The Holy Spirit shouldn't have to overstep our boundary. It should be inside of our boundary. Like, we should be right. keeping that mindset regardless mm -hmm. like it's not about us anyways so a matter of if god asks you to do something if he's within your boundary it's going to override anything that you already have set and i feel like a lot of times we set our own boundaries or we set our own ideals and then we're going to get mad when god tells us to do something or tells us to go out and help this person or tells yeah. us to go pick this person up or tells me all the time to go to the student's house and make sure that they have what they need and, you know and a lot of times it's like well i don't lord you know where i'm at i'm tired you know but when god tells us to do something he should be within our boundaries right. he should have actually helped us create those boundaries because his mm -hmm. word is what really is the foundation for our boundaries yeah. so if we're following that then we shouldn't have any issues but a lot of times we don't even want to look at the word we don't want to look at what god has to say because a lot of times we don't want that reflection we don't want well he told me to do this but that's not really what is in my will i don't want to do that right now i don't want to go help this person i i want to go eat out tonight i don't want to go give my money in the church you know so that it's important that we put God first within creating our boundaries. Yeah, right. no, good point. Literally, yeah, I was going to say that because there's there's a difference where people, you know, they just make boundaries to make boundaries where it's just like no wisdom. It's just I don't want to do this, do, 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 whatever. 
whereas someone else who is just like, okay, God, let's create these boundaries together. Like what makes sense for my life? What makes sense in this season? Because I feel like in different seasons, the boundaries that you set can be different. Like there was a season where I literally 10 PM, like I was not picking nobody's call. And that was just what God established with me. Like, and he was working on me. He was doing something with me, establishing like, you know, a new patterns within me. So that was needed in that season. Whereas in a different season, is more flexible. You know what I mean? So it wasn't as strict or it was certain other things that, you know, I realized, okay, well, you know, this is kind of in the air. What are the boundaries for, you know, this certain area of my life? And then God helped me to establish those. So it definitely differs. I feel like um, within with different seasons, um, I feel like the the boundaries um, can differ. And because, you know, God's just like, I'm doing something new in this season. So this is what needs to be done. You know, we have to be able to hear him and have make room for that change as well. Um, Y'all had anything to say? No, he is Lord of the boundaries. He is. And you better listen. You better listen. I, I, I was struggling with that myself. God told me to go do something. Sam knows. I haven't really released it to anybody else, but God was telling me to go do something. I'm like, but Lord, no. You, look, I, we set these boundaries. Like, I, I I can't go extend myself any further. I can't do any more. And God's like, no, I'm about to stretch you. So get ready. Your boundaries are about to get stretched. And I had to really be obedient. And that's another thing with boundaries. You have to be obedient as well, whether it's to, you know, kind of restrict your boundaries or to expand them. Um, so if God is going to show you what that is, but it's a matter of listening to what he says. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but like going back to, because I feel like people, you know, I feel like a lot of people suffer with being like a yes person and it was always I know people made me feel guilty because they'll be like or I'll I'll think okay but what if I was in, in the situation like talking about like you know Valar with picking people up from job like I'm just like well then what if something happened to my car and I need somebody to pick me up like I would want somebody to come pick me up you know what I mean and so I kept thinking like that like oh my gosh what if it was me oh my gosh what if it was me what if it was me so I was burning myself out because I kept thinking well what if it was me I would want somebody to do that um not seeing like the red flags of that person or those people really just using abusing the situation using me not caring whether or not i got home safe because i had enough gas you know what i mean like they're really using me <laughs> like you know what i mean but i didn't see it as that because it was like okay well what is the christian thing to do and you know everybody sees me as, as so nice you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of times people don't set boundaries or they may have boundaries but they they're not strict with it um or you know they might put it down for certain people or certain situations because of the fact that they don't want to come off me. So what do you say to somebody like that? Um, I like to think about, um, I know it's in the gospels. Um, I get confused with the gospels because they all tell the same story in different ways. But uh, one in the gospels, they talk about how after Jesus did ministry, he would go by the lake and he would pray and talk to the father. He wanted to be in a secluded, in a secluded place to be alone to gather himself, I could imagine. So yeah. if Jesus, this man who knows no sin, who is beyond anything you could ever strive to be, if he has to take a break and, a, and set up boundaries, you do too. So maybe you need your quiet time. Maybe you, maybe you need three days on a beach by yourself. You get yourself a room or, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that to steal away and to gather yourself so that you can remain whole to be effective in helping people and being a minister to people in whatever way you're supposed to be. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's literally what was, that was my breakthrough because I was re I was doing a study on the gospel and I was just like, wow, Jesus, like he would literally preach to, he would really preach in a certain city 
And then, like, the people are, like, trying to, you know, this, 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 this. And he would literally, like, flee. And I'm just like, well, dang, if Jesus can do that, like, who am I? Like, you know, he even knew when, all right, I'm this right here. I'm done with this. Like, but he, because he was by his father's business. You know what I mean? And so people first before God. And that was my issue. Like, I kept putting people before God. So it was, what are people saying? What are people going to think? Oh, my gosh, if I leave early, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? Like, oh, my gosh, if I say I have to get off the phone because I got to read my Bible right now, like, what are they going to say? when they? You know, I kept putting them first and not putting God first. Well, Jesus was by his father's business. He was like, look, I got to go talk to my father. Like, I got to go. I got another mission to, to be on. You know what I mean? Um, And that was just, like, so mind-blowing to me. And that was literally my breakthrough. Like, I was like, Thank you, Jesus. Okay, like boundaries. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no. I, I thought Monica was gonna say something. Oh. Well, I mean, I just I love this conversation because when you put God first, and I mean truly put Him first, it's going to really allow you to look at things from a different perspective, and you won't have that same thought of, well, I'm falling short here, or I'm falling short there. If I don't do this, then God's not pleased, or if I don't do that, God's not happy. Because the thing about it is, when you're in communication with God, when you're in communion with Him, when you have that relationship with Him, you don't begin to feel bad about those same things that you did when you were out there on your own. You know, God really does comfort you. He really does let you know, daughter, this is the assignment that I have for you. And you won't be looking at the people well they're doing this so i need to be doing that too like it's not that type of it's not that type of situation you understand what's for you you understand what god called you to do and you know that you don't have to operate outside of that you know like you don't have to try to if god called me to be a teacher if god called me to be this woman of god in the classroom then i know that i don't need to go be a nurse i don't need to go extend myself and help people medically like that's just not my thing and i feel like there's some people that just feel like they got to do it all like they just got to jump and hop do 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 and i think that comes from like self-consciousness that comes from you know lack of self-worth like knowing what you really bring to the table because when you know your assets when you know what you bring to the table you're not all around the world trying to fix everything and do everything yourself you understand that we all play a part in this kingdom we all collectively make this thing work so i think that as kingdom citizens we also have to collectively come together and make sure that we are helping each other like if you see a friend that's not doing what they're supposed to be doing or they're not helping other people it's like hey like come on like you could you could you could pick that up like you could do that you can help this person like what you doing you know what i mean like especially like i have roommates so i have like you know the people that i live with and we just help each other out it's like i'm not always going to be available for this person but the other person might be so it's just a matter of just collectively working together and just knowing that you are not God. Um, you weren't meant to be God and you are who you are and you have your assets and God's going to show you what that is. Yeah, very true. And um, like I said, you know, boundaries is a very broad topic, you know, because at the end of the day, like um, when we talk about boundaries and, you know, yes, people and people who allow everything and anything, um, it's root. It's a lot of times it's rooted in how you see God, because if you always feel like, oh, you know, if I say no to this, God is going to be mad at me and I'm going to be disobeying the word. Or, you know, what if I was in that, you know, that situation or whatever like that? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we can do a little too much just to make room for somebody. And, and and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but some people are just overly sacrificial to the point where all the meat is gone and there ain't no sacrifice left. You know what I'm saying? So there has to be a proper boundary. Like if you know, uh, for example, you know, you have money for rent or whatever like that, but somebody's asking you for $10. There's people who ask me for $5 or $1, or $6. I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I can't just give money away because I also have to 
um, um, checking with my wife as well. You know what I'm saying? So that's a whole nother thing too that a lot of people don't understand is that as a married person, you can't just dish out money or just help people just like that as if you as much as you want to but some of the times you have to check in with your mate you know what i'm saying to make sure that everything is all good because at the end of the day you guys are not two people but it's one so when it comes to like boundaries in a, in a marriage sense um it's very broad as well um what was i about to say I'll come back. I just lost it that fast. <laughs> oh, no, I got it back. Okay. Um, what I was saying is um, I believe that God gives us different struggles, different strengths. Um, we Some people excel in other areas that people fail in. So let's say one of your boundaries is or one of your situations is, hey, I only have a limited income for this season of my life. So God hasn't given you the, the grace to have all that money right now or, you know, to have all the financial assets that you'd like to have. But maybe you're you can pray very well. So, no, you don't have the money, but, you know, the situation, go pray about it. You know, there are other ways than one that you can be helpful and don't allow um, where you where you are currently to make you feel bad for not being able to maybe meet a need or meet a request. There are other ways that God has gifted each one of us to be effective in whatever process he's trying to complete. So, you know, just a, something to think about, you know, like I think I have been guilty, like, oh, back to the church thing. I want to give that big seed. I want to do it. I can't do it. Okay. Well, let me serve in the church. I know how to sing. Let me go help the praise team out, you know? And even though it's not that monetary thing they were asking for, I have a gift that could be a blessing far beyond money. So, you know, always look at things from those different perspectives. How else can I help? How else can I do this that is not outside of my boundary? That's, that's good. That's good. Um, I know that we're talking in a broad sense, but I'm going to bring it to relationships because that's something that I used to struggle with. Um, and boundaries and relationships is very, very important. And when I say relationships, that's starting with your relationship with God, for one. And for two, your relationship with yourself. Um, I remember not having boundaries or the boundaries that I had. Let's say I had a plot of land, right? That was my boundary. That's all I had. Well, I didn't even have enough space to really build the foundation for myself. Um, so what I did was I would bring other people in and now we're just over occupying this land. We're just over overcrowded. I'm stressed out. It's chaotic. We can't operate in the same space. We can't coexist in the same space because we don't even have the capacity to hold one another. Like we can't help each other. We can't, we can't really, you know, we can't build nothing. You know what I mean? So now we're just rocky. Everything that we're building, everything that we got going is rocky. And that's because I didn't set the proper foundation. I didn't set the proper boundaries. If I would have stuck to the boundaries that I needed for myself, I would have been able to help build my own house. I would have been able to build my own self, my own self-work. I would have allowed God to come in and really help me there. And then once that would have happened, maybe I could have bought some more land now that I have some more worth. Maybe now that I bought that land, maybe I could bring somebody in. Maybe God would send somebody to me. But because I couldn't really operate on my own, I was I was dependent. I was relying on somebody else when really I really wasn't doing myself any good. I was really just overcrowding my space. And I feel like a lot of times we do that. We don't have boundaries at all. We just start, oh, but you come on over here. You come on over here. I don't feel good enough by myself. So I need you to I need you to help me be who I like I don't and that, that's the thing that I didn't understand about myself then but then I realized that was because I didn't have a relationship with God 
Because as soon as I got a relationship with God and I started talking to him, he started revealing who I was. And I no longer felt like I needed to bring anybody in to make me who I am. I realized who I was. I realized what I brought to the table. And I realized that I had a strong foundation on my own. So once that has now happened, I'm still helping, you know, and I'm allowing God to really finalize that foundation. So when he does expand my land, when he does expand my territory, when he does do that for me, I know that we'll be able to coexist. I know that we'll be able to build upon one another. I know that we'll be able to really, you know, be that unit. So I think it's important that when you do have these boundaries, if you have them at all, and if you don't, it's important to establish some. Um, but just don't think that you have to bring somebody in at, on the first go. If you can't take care of yourself, if you can't take care of the home, if you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you don't have anything to give, work on yourself, work on yourself. And then from there, you can truly be that kingdom citizen. Period. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad you went relationally because um, we're going to talk about that. Um, hey, Shavanti. <laughs> Um, so let's talk relationships, boundaries and relationships. Um, I mean, Valar, you was once single, so you, you can add to the conversation and, you know, definitely you can give, um, pointers and some boundaries, realistic boundaries to married folks as well. Um, but let's talk about boundaries within relationships because I feel like, or I know a lot of times the relationships fail or people resent each other or, you know, a lot of, um, craziness, uh, entanglement, all of this occurs or takes place because boundaries weren't set. You know what I mean? Um, and then talking from like a Christian, um, you know, perspective with, you know, us trying to um, like follow the Bible, like maybe saving ourselves to marriage. And it's just like that always don't always happen because boundaries weren't set. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Well, shoot. The number one rule of any relationship is keep family members out of it and friends okay if you don't keep anybody in your relationship make sure they are mature and seasoned because say for instance you tell say, say for instance, you and your partner y'all get into an argument and you go off and tell your friends and you tell your family members you know what i'm saying after y'all done made up she'll forgive you but the friends and the family members not gonna forgive you you know what i'm saying they're gonna keep exactly what's what 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 she said in your head or what he said in their head or whatever like that and they're gonna continue to hold that against you you know what i'm saying so when it comes to like anything you want to keep it private as possible you know what i'm saying like for example like people as soon as they get into a relationship they tell facebook they tell the internet hey guys we are you know a union you know this is you know one day we're in a relationship and you know, it's awesome. God bless. Yes. We're happy. All this other stuff. And then two days later it just ends or, you know, they, it's the same cycle, you know? So it's like, you want to be able to like literally um, keep a relationship as private as possible and don't go to people, you know, who are associates with people who you can't trust, like go to seasoned people, mature people who would actually help you. You know what I'm saying? Cause when push comes to shove, you shouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Talking to your best friend about how mad you are about, you know, at your boyfriend or whatever like that, like what they're going to do. They're just going to join in and be like, yeah, he's stupid. Or yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to talk to mature seasoned people who can actually help you. And then, you know, in terms of boundaries with sex, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be in the same household together. You know what I'm saying? Have somebody with you if you're going to be in the same household. And um, even, you know, well, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Who else want to talk? Go there. Huh? I said, go there. What's, what's, what's she going to say? Help us out. 
I mean, everybody got different views of this. Um, uh, okay. Um, it's about the kissing part. You know, some people have boundaries of kissing. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, me and my wife, we ain't kissed until, you know, um, we got married. Well, we kissed one time in our engagement photos, but we ain't let that count. But we kissed at our mar- um, at our marriage ceremony. You know what I'm saying? Some people have that boundary. You know what I'm saying? Some people have that boundary to where, you know, some people are not that strong. You know what I'm saying to do that stuff. You know what I'm saying they're not that strong to to withstand a kiss. You know what I'm saying, and I'm not saying it in a bad way or anything like that. But some people are just really, genuinely not that strong, so they set that boundary. Like, hey, listen, we're not gonna t- kiss, we're not gonna do this, we're not gonna touch, we're not gonna hug. It's as if that you know they they can't do anything. You know, and when it comes to that, there should be some type of physical affection, safe physical affection. To the point where, you know, the Holy Ghost still has some room in between. But, um, you know, there should be enough, you know, um, affection in a relationship because that's how you both grow. But I do believe that, you know, there should be some boundaries when it comes to touching, um, when it comes to different things like that. Like tongue kissing could kind of throw things off a little bit. But, yeah. I'll just say that once. And I'll chime in. You say y'all never kiss? <laughs> <laughs> We did one time, but that was for the photo. Just for the pictures. You know, yeah, it's just for the pictures. But I didn't really okay. kiss on our wedding day. But it's not something that we did because we wanted to be holier than people. It's just something that we did because we did. You know what I'm saying? I had nothing to do with holiness or anything. We just wanted to be make it special, you know, just cheesy and, you know, yeah, all that good stuff. So would you say that when you guys – I guess started your, you know, your talking process or whatever you want to call it. Do you feel like you guys kind of had to understand each other's boundaries and kind of learn the layout of each other's boundaries so you could actually respect each other's boundaries? So this is the thing. We was both long distance already. So it was like, you know, when we seen each other, we seen each other, you know what I'm saying? Like we seen each other like every, like every month or every other month, but it's like, we was already, um, you know, like long distance. So it wasn't even like hard to like set boundaries, you know what I'm saying? But we did, like I said, we did, you know, talk about those boundaries, you know, regardless. And, um, oh, and even in terms of like, when we first started talking, like, well, she wanted to do this. Um, We didn't talk after a certain time, you know what I'm saying? You know, she's a girl, so, you know, Girls, they do whatever they want, right? So I'm like, I respect that, you know, all this other stuff, but she didn't want to talk at a certain time, and that's fine, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to get caught up, you know, sleeping on the phone every night, you know, it's that's that's elementary school stuff. So, um, but it, it's it's important to talk about the boundaries. We we did, you know, discuss the boundaries and everything like that in terms of like emotionally, uh, mentally, physically, all the other stuff. So, yeah. so um. Okay, since y'all had a kiss for the photo op, like for the photos, like were, were you guys not tempted? Like, then we already did it. Like, we already kissed. Oh, no. I mean, everything was good. I mean, we, it was just, you know, a kiss. It wasn't really, you know, magical or anything. It was just, you know, it was just like a kiss, you know? Um, I mean, it, it's magical on the wedding day, you know what I'm saying? Like, when they say kiss the bride, you know, it's magical. But, um, but I mean, you know, we there there wasn't any like temptation because you know us both we don't get 
that way towards a kiss, you know what I'm saying? But um, it was just, um, yeah, it was just, you know, just a kiss for the photo. Um, but we, that doesn't count, you know, we don't count that. So. Yeah. All right, so they waited till they wedding day to kiss. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that, go ahead, go ahead. No, go, go, go. <laughs> no, go ahead, because I have a question, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, so I know this isn't the Red Table Talk, but I have another question. So yeah. like, what about unintentional boundaries? Like setting, like for example, I had a boundary that I didn't even realize I had. So like when I was in a relationship, there were certain conversations that came up, but it was like, nah, we're not talking about that. Like I had a boundary set about certain things in my childhood, some things I wasn't talking about, some things in my past I wasn't gonna talk about. So how do you kind of break down some of those unintentional boundaries that shouldn't really even be boundaries because they're not healthy boundaries? Right. So a lot of times, like, so let me ask you a question. So you didn't want to discuss anything. Was it like bad things from the childhood? Things that I kind of forced myself or conditioned myself to forget. Yeah. 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 Okay. So a lot of times, like it can be due to hurt. And a lot of times, like sometimes we tend to, um, we tend to think that just because we, for, you know, we forgot about it, we forgave or, you know, I'm saying we're over it. So a lot of times, like when things like that happen, it's due to hurt, you know, it's due to, you know, you're still carrying, you know, some hurt towards that situation, which is why, you know, oh, I don't want to talk about, oh, I don't want to release that or anything like that, but it can be due to hurt. And it can be, and the reason why it's, uns it's, it's an unspoken boundary is because you kind of never came into terms with it. You know, and at that given time. So it's always going to be an unspoken boundary until you kind of accept that, hey, listen, I'm still dealing with this and I need to lay this down on the table and I need to talk about it. You know? Right. And I know, and I know that part, um, you know, with some healing and some self-discovering, like I know that part, but I'm talking for the people that kind of have a hard time with that forgiving process or that that self-reflection process and they end up in these relationships that they can't get out of or they feel like they can't get out of because of that foundational piece that you're talking about right now where you haven't fully healed or you haven't fully forgave but they're taking that with them into their relationship i see that way too often yeah. and i kind of see like you have like this this person that you chose to forget it's like you kind of got stuck there like you're still that person, you know, you haven't really grown from that. So I'm talking to like our audience because I know there's some people out there that probably feel this right now. They have those mm -hmm. unintentional boundaries that have yeah. that hurt, that have that pain that's built up in there. And I know mm -hmm. therapy is a definite thing that can help yep. with that. I know talking in general can help with that. Therapy is not something to be scared of. It's something that everybody can benefit from because just being able to voice some things out can get you to reflect and perceive things in a different way. Um, so I definitely am an advocate for that. But when you begin to get in these premature relationships and you have that, that, that pain and that stuff built up, I know that it can cause a problem because it is an unintentional boundary and right. you know your spouse may be trying to help you work through that but you're like no nah, we're not having those conversations so like what advice could we give to those people that are in that place oh i can answer this um so i've shared my testimony before i was um, molested by a close family member um for an entire summer in my very younger years of life um so with that of course as a coping mechanism you create certain boundaries for yourself to protect yourself, to protect yourself. Um, so with that, it took me almost 10 years before I dealt with that. Um, and I shouldn't have, but I was in relationships and I could never fully give myself because of those boundaries. So what I would say is, and what has helped me, mm -hmm. um, I'm still going through the journey, I'll always be going through it, is 
It's okay to be single. It's okay. You know what? Sit in your anger. Sit into that frustration. Be mad. Feel those emotions that deserve to be felt because of what happened, whatever the circumstance is. After you've done that, you may want to get therapy. However, that may be. There are so many forms of therapy. You get therapy. And again, you, you learn to love yourself and be happy with yourself. Because when you experience a traumatic event, there is uh, something that changes your perspective about yourself in a way. So maybe you, you may have thought you were the smartest whip, but then somebody comes and degrades you, tells you you're stupid, you're not smart. Now you don't want to speak out in class. You don't, you know, it can come out in so many ways. You don't ever give your opinion. You let people walk over you. So first, I, like I say, you sit in that anger, you sit in that frustration, you let it out. After you have become confident in yourself, I for me, what worked is I confronted my abuser and I confronted every single person that they didn't directly allow it, but it, they allowed it um, in, in subconscious ways. And that takes a lot of boldness. But that was my key to freedom, voicing how I felt after I came to terms with my own emotions within myself. After I could voice that out, there was another level of freedom that came. And now my heart is open and now I know how to communicate how I feel. I can take that into a relationship. So it goes back to what you said, Monica. It's okay to be single. Don't get into a relationship thinking that that's going to fill you. It's just going to be another layer onto all of the weight that you're carrying. Yes. Be single, be mad, be angry, cry it out, get help, move on. Period. And give it to God. Give it to yeah. God. He wants that anger. He wants it because he already knows it's there. So it's like, why are you trying to mask it? Just give it to him. Let him know how you feel. Mm -hmm. I, it's funny because if somebody heard my conversation with God, they'd be like, what you squaring up? No, it's not that. It's just a matter of I literally give it all. When I feel good, I give it to him. When I feel angry, I give it to him. When I'm upset, when I'm hurt, when I'm broken, I give it to him. And the only way I'm going to heal is if I give it to him because then he can actually work on me. It's like the AA meeting. You know, you hear about it. If you are going to an AA meeting, the first step to healing is acknowledging it. You have to acknowledge mm -hmm. Your feelings you have to acknowledge where you are and that's okay but if you don't acknowledge it you're never going to move forward so i definitely agree with that lafayette i just think that that was a part of the conversation that we definitely needed because the old monica i say maybe two years ago i needed to hear this so like just the fact to see the progression like everything that you said lafayette i remember being in that place my book it's about me being in that place and i just think that we have to be okay and understand that we are flesh and understand that it's natural to have all of these different emotions, but to know that there's better out there. And in order for you to get to that better, in order for you to progress, you have to release it. So that's a good, that's good, that's good. <laughs> Absolutely. And leaving that relationship too and dealing with yourself, you yes. know, because there ain't nothing more destructive when you know that you need healing and you go on and you mess up somebody else's life due to your lack of dealing with yourself. You know what I'm saying? So therapy is good. And a lot of people demonize therapy. But when you really look in the Bible, therapy is all over the Bible. Psychology is all over the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Psychology is all over songs, actually. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just really dealing with yourself. It's really dealing with yourself. Um, and 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 really and it's okay to break away from that relationship for a time to actually deal with yourself for it because at the end of the day when push comes to shove 
um, certain arguments that may enhance or certain things that may spring up in that relationship could be due to hurt. So it's okay to pull away for a time and to really, you know, get in the nitty gritty. Like, why don't I want to talk about this? Or why do I get triggered when this person say this or when this person say that? You know, because at the end of the day, when people get married, a lot of people don't talk about this part, but marriage exposes you. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you're not going to be perfect when you enter into marriage. Don't think that everything's going to be perfect. You're going to be fully healed of everything. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to marriage, it's going to expose you. It's going to expose those parts that you thought was not there that is still there. It's going to expose certain things that you thought was not there that's still there. And it's going to expose some things that you kind of um, develop from childhood or your family members or your parents that you thought was not there. And you're really going to see yourself. But it's to, but it's literally to, um, to shape in um, the character of Christ in you, so that you can look like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, it's very important when somebody's dealing with that um, that they learn to recognize it and get that help as soon as possible. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. So that's what kind of whole look there. Many unorthodox look therapy sessions here. Um, but I definitely feel like Monica brought that up. It's definitely for a reason. Um, and somebody needed to hear that because we're talking about boundaries, but she brought up like the unintentional boundaries that we didn't even know was a boundary. You know what I mean? That somebody pokes and it's just like, Hey, you know, you're ready to throw a fist. And they're just like, wait, what? Like, what did I even do? You know what I mean? So, um, really acknowledging those or acknowledging like, why do I get ticked off when somebody mentions that? Or when they poke that little button, like, what's that about me? That gets me that way. So just, you know, self-discovery and um, being honest and realistic with yourself um, as well. But um, so we, we're talking about Velar. So we heard from Velar, but we didn't hear from Monica and Lafayette um, when it comes to like related, like relationships and, um, you know, experiences of where maybe there was a lack of energy or where, um, I don't know, like, because I know, I know we've had conversations with Lafayette where, like, what Valar was saying, Lafayette's like, I don't take all of that. Because, <laughs> because then we feel like, you know, okay, we got to be babysat. Like, that's not, that's crazy. So I want to hear Lafayette because I know he has a little different perspective when it comes to that. But go ahead, like, talk about it. Talk about it. Um, so what I will say is I don't know anything about relationships. That's why I'm single and Valar is married. So <laughs> it worked for him. You know, his style worked, so I can't <laughs> knock it. You know, it's working for him. Um, for me, um, I, I don't feel at a place to answer this really because I'm not there with my relationships. That's an area for me where I, I know I'm not there. So I ain't finna pretend to give y'all advice. I, I can't give you no advice on this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, got intimidated by the law of the We should have had you. I have my ideals, but God is working on those. And, you know, so <laughs> I'm just leave them alone because I ain't trying to give y'all no bad information, you know? So, <laughs> any information is good. That's why we're all friends. I will say the relationships that I have had have not had proper boundaries. And um, when you don't set boundaries, you allow anything to happen. Either you have boundaries or you don't. So when you don't have boundaries, you'll end up in situations that you didn't sign up for, that you never thought you'd experience. Um, And there are consequences for every action. So whether good or bad. So I have my guilt that I'm not proud of. 
Um, and I'm learning from them. So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Wow. All we can do is compare and contrast, you know, what has happened and where we are now. I will say um, I am one of the best relationships that I have ever been in in my life. And I know when people hear that, they're like, oh, my goodness, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, you should be, but it's not with a man. It is with God and it's with myself. Like, I have been really discovering who I am and discovering what I bring to the table, discovering, like, who God created me to be. And I will say this. In the past, I was really going into relationships out of insecurity. Um, and I would allow my – I didn't have boundaries. So it's, it's no point in me talking about the boundaries that I had because I didn't have none. But now I have the boundary of simply if God did not say it, if God did not allow it in, if God did not say you, he he is for you, I'm not bringing it in. I'm not going out recruiting. I'm not on the bumbles of, of the tenders or any of that because that's my boundary. Like I know that if I get on those websites, like I'm not saying it don't work for some people, but I know that I'm not in a place right now, a hundred percent to be ready to take somebody in. So I'm satisfied with the relationship that I'm in right now. And I will say this, I have not been let down. God has not let me down. I have not had to worry about, oh, he's not answering my calls. Like God is there. When I pray to him, no, the answer may not come right away, but I promise you, if you're listening, he's going to give you what you need. Even if it's just a nugget, even if it's just a little thing to keep you going a little bit further. And that right there is all I need right now. And I've been the happiest I've ever been. Y'all, I used to have pimples all over my face. Like my eyes used to be so black. Like I had gained so much weight and I was just so miserable. And I was in relationships and you would think, you know, growing up, your goal is to be in a relationship with somebody, find somebody, find your spouse. But first of all, that's not my job. My job is not to find my spouse. My spouse will find me. God will lead him to me. And now that I have that boundary, now that I have that understanding, life is so much greater. And not only that, but God can really allow me to focus on the assignment that he has given me. For example, going back to school, teaching, you know, fulfilling that next step working on my own school. Like those are the things that God's working on right now that I would have never been able to embark on if I was still focused on being in that relationship. So that's that's all I'm going to say to y'all. If you want to be in the best relationship of your life, Alar, no offense, like I'm sure your relationship is amazing. But I also, I'm sure that you can attest to the fact that your relationship with God is like, you know, on point. Like it's it's it's, it's ideal. It's what you want. And, it, and that should be your guideline. You know what I mean? Like, if I get into a relationship with a man, listen, don't you fall short because I know what love look like. I know what joy look like. I know what peace look like. Don't come over here with no with no mess. Like I, I've experienced it. So yeah. Man, that's a whole nother topic, though. I know we only got two minutes. But that's a whole nother topic, like being single and having boundaries. Like yes. you know, like a single man or you know, me back then, man, I ain't gonna talk about that part. But a single man, a single woman having boundaries. Like, you know, is it bad to flirt with different people? You know what I'm saying? When you're a single man or is it bad to entertain flirtatious, you know, conversations as a single woman? Like, is it bad to go on dates? Like, how should boundaries be set from there? But like I said, we only got one minute left now. So That's another conversation. That should be next. That should be next. Should be next. <laughs> Healthy sexuality. <laughs> like having to talk about healthy sexuality. Yeah, like, as a talk yeah, about yeah. We never talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that? that? We do talk about it. Nah, people we, need to hear it. Well, they need to hear it. Yeah. We need to talk about that. 
Um, <laughs> y'all let us know in the comments. Y'all want a part two? Let's talk about that um, healthy sexuality, but sexuality for real, because we don't talk about that. And I feel like um, too many Christians, we just be so confused. Like, what do I do with this feeling? Like, what does this even mean? Like, is this even allowed? Like, is this oh. a sin? What's going on? Holy but horny. Holy but horny? Let's yeah. talk about I can that. attest. All I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is I can attest. That's all I'm going to say. That's all listen, I'm gonna say. as a married man, I can attest that too. I, listen, everybody can. It's it's a reality. Let's talk about yeah. it. We it all face yep. Let's talk about it. And let's talk about some healthy ways to, you know, keep yourself. And don't say cold water. Don't say go take a run in the jaw. Don't say, right. you know, think about something differently. Like, you know, real life things you buy yourself at home they are what do you do? About it. but what do you do well let's talk about that um but i have to, but for sure um i guess to like kind of wrap up um it listen if you don't have boundaries a lot of things you just leave room for just anybody everybody um and personally it was like monica like I ain't have no, but I ain't know boundaries were for real. Like nobody really sat there and said, okay, you this, 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 you know what I mean? Or how does this apply? And so listen, I ain't had no boundaries. So things happen. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> um, but now, <laughs> but like now <laughs> I'm, you know, that I build my relationship with God is just like, yeah, no, like I'm not stupid. Boy, no, like we're not, no, that's not happening or whatever. Um, but Lafayette laughing, but listen, uh, horny, uh, holy but horny. Listen, part two, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna go more in depth because we're gonna help some people out. We're gonna help each other out. How are y'all saying this with a straight face? How are y'all? <laughs> what Whoa. How are y'all just saying Let's this with a straight okay. face? Holy but aroused. Is that, nah, I like holy but horny better. Holy but horny. Whoa. Whoa there. Let's talk about it. Let's talk no. about it for real, for real. Um, talk about for real. <laughs> All right, so we're definitely gonna do a part two because I feel like, listen, there's something we talk about yet that we need to talk about um, and just be open and honest and transparent about it to help ourselves out and help people out, like help somebody out there out. Um, but definitely, mm -hmm. um, it has come to an hour. Y'all know it's only an hour long. We went over like maybe a minute or two. Um, but y'all let us know in the comments, like let us know what you got from this, what you gained from this, if you're ready for the part two um, of this talk. Um, but definitely, thank you so much for um, tuning in. And before we go, I'm going to play this short video, and then we're going to pray out. All right. So that was um, just a little short promo for the Kingdom Citizen Tees that I have on. Let me show y'all. So it says, um, I don't do church. I don't do church. I am the church. And that's Kingdom Citizen. So you can find in different colors. I have V-neck. I have the crew neck. Um, I'll drop that link um, in the, the the show notes um, in the comments, so that way, if you guys are feeling, you know, you guys want to be supportive, you want to rock a King of Citizen tea, then you can purchase one. Um, but thank you guys so much for this conversation. It was definitely a joy, definitely a laugh. Um, we had everything—the laughs, the real serious moments, the little therapy session. Um, Locked up faces was killing me. Oh, <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and pray. Out, who wants to pray? I'll pray. Uh, Lord, we just want to thank you for this time to conversate and to just uh, have dialogue on uh, things that involve being a kingdom citizen, Lord. I, play, I pray today, God, for 
those who have who are having issues with setting boundaries. I pray that you would give them the wisdom, give us all the wisdom and the knowledge uh, that we need to set boundaries. Oh, God, help us to be open to your will. Help us to be open to how you are moving in our lives. I pray, oh, God, that you would meet every need, bless every viewer. Um, and I just pray that you would help us through this pandemic and through this time, oh God. Cover us in your blood, protect us, oh God. Um, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, guys. And we will see you next time. Bless, bless, bless. We love you. Yeah. And have a great evening. <laughs>